Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive! Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Say, fellas and girls, ever try one of those quiz games in your gang? My pal Jerry Link and I started one the other day with his best friend, and we sure had a busy time of it. Okay, Tommy, it's your turn. What's a catafighter? Ah, no, no, no fair telling him. Now, come on, Tommy, what's a catafighter? Give up? Yeah, I give up. All right, Jerry, you tell him. Oh, that's easy. A catafighter is one of those little planes a merchant ship carries. They launch it by catapult. Only you can't get a catafighter back aboard because those ships don't carry hoisting equipment. It stays right in the sea and the crew gets picked up by boat. Good for you, Mr. King. Oh, now, here's yours. What country invented dive bombers? Oh, that's easy. Germany. No, no, you're wrong. Gee, are you dumb? The United States Navy invented dive bombing. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, Jerry, if you're so smart, see if you can answer this one. What is a vitamin? Hmm? A vitamin. A vitamin. Well, uh, a vitamin is a... Well, it's a... Oh, gosh. Well, gang, I can tell you right now, very few people actually know just exactly what a vitamin is. But we do know what vitamins can do for us. You see, it's this way. None of you can expect to grow up really strong and husky unless you eat right. And eating right includes getting all your vitamins. And I can't think of a better way to start getting two mighty important vitamins... B1 and D, then by tucking into a swell, big bowl full of delicious Kellogg's Pep for breakfast. Yes, sir, it's that easy. And gosh, anybody who's lucky enough to have had a taste of crisp, crunchy Pep knows what a super delicious cereal it really is. So how's about doing yourself a double favor, hey, gang? Just ask your mother to get you a package of delicious Kellogg's Pep tomorrow and start right now having a mighty swell-tasting breakfast That's mighty swell for you. Remember the name now, Pep, P-E-P. Pep is made by Kellogg's in Battle Creek, Michigan. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you know, Dr. Leander Cameron, eccentric scientist, believing there are possibilities in the mechanical man, has set about building one with the financial backing of the Daily Planet. Unknown to Dr. Cameron and his friends, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Editor Perry White, Dark forces are already at work, planning to seize the mechanical man when it's completed. As we resume our story, we find ourselves in a lavish penthouse apartment in a very fashionable part of Metropolis. In the apartment, we see a tall, thin man dressed in a jet-black dressing gown who is seated before an open fireplace. He has a hawk-like face with a sharp nose and small, beady eyes set deep in his head. At this moment, he is engaged in cleaning and polishing a beautiful pearl-handled revolver. An oak-paneled door opens somewhere in the room behind him. Yes, Jensen? The gentleman who called is here, sir. Excellent. Show him in. Very good, sir. Will you follow me, sir? Sure. You are James Mansfield Blood? That's right. And you are the vulture. 
Yes. Sit down, Mr. Blood. Thanks. Nice layout you got here, Vosier. Thank you. I am fond of elegant surroundings. Yeah, so I see. Pretty flossy, I'd say. Well, everybody to his own taste. Now, look, before I hire you for this job I want done, I'd like to know if you can do like you say you can do. You mean procure the model of the mechanical man for you? Yeah, that's right. I have no doubt about that. I am not the head of my profession for nothing, Mr. Flood. There isn't anything I cannot accomplish. The vulture always finds a way. Well, that's what they tell me. You're kind of a jack-of-all-trades, ain't you? I prefer to think of myself as a master of all trades, Mr. Blood. You sound okay to me. I say, okay. Probably the finest actor and disguise artist in the world. I've always considered myself as great an artist in the matter of escape, as Houdini and I never had the opportunity to match my ability against his. Well, I'm sure glad to have you working for me. You help me, I can't miss. You help me, I can't miss. In that, you are perfectly right, but let's get back to the mechanical man you want me to secure for you. Right. But it's secure for you. Right. But it's secure for you. Right. Just the model. There's a wacky old scientist named Dr. Leander Cameron who's working on it. This mechanical man is supposed to be able to see, talk, walk, and actually think. Sounds incredible. Are you sure? If what I've heard is true, yes. Dr. Cameron, they tell me, never takes on a job unless he's sure he can do it. He promised editor Perry White of the Daily Planet... That he would invent this mechanical wonder, and I'm sure he will. Interesting. A mechanical man who can walk, talk, see, and think. Positively intriguing. To say nothing of its value in hard coin of the realm. Untold millions could be made out of such an invention. There isn't a government in the world who wouldn't pay plenty to possess the plans of such a device. Hey, George, we could sell it to the highest bidder. We? <laughs> you mean I could. Remember about you. You're working for me. Oh, yes. I am working for you. I had forgotten for the moment. Uh, where is Dr. Cameron's laboratory located? All the dope is on this sheet of paper. I wrote it out for you so you wouldn't forget. Excellent. I shall begin at once to make inquiries as to the progress of the mechanical man. Within a short time after it is completed... It will be in my hands, never fear. Great. Then you can turn it over to me and collect your dough for doing the job. I'm afraid we're going to have a little difficulty about that, Mr. Blood. What do you mean? I've done very well at my business, Mr. Blood, as you can see. I haven't reached this position of comfort and financial security by working for others. I work for myself, Mr. Blood. And I work alone. Now, just a minute, Vulture. You've been very helpful in putting me onto this excellent opportunity. I'm grateful to you. However, business is business, and so... That revolver. Why are you pointing at me? Wait. No. You rang, sir? Yes, Judson. The gentleman seems to have overstayed his welcome. Take him away. And so enters our story, The Vulture, a villain destined to play an important role in the lives of our friends, especially in the life of Superman. Our scene now changes to the laboratory of Dr. Leander Cameron. Dr. Cameron is seated before a workbench on which stands a foot-high replica of the mechanical man. With several long instruments that look like needles, he is fitting something into the head of the mechanism. Nicodemus, Dr. Cameron's helper, stands by. Listen. Uh. Now, Nicodemus, 
Hand me that tiny screw. Ask for a polite, you don't get it. Nicodemus, I cannot hold this piece of mechanism in place without that screw. Hand it to me. Not until you ask like I was a human being and not a slave. Very well, very well. Will you please hand me that screw, Nicodemus? Happy to, Doctor. Here you are. Thank you, Nicodemus. Thank you. You're welcome, Doctor. Hey, how's the mechanical man coming? You think you'll be able to perfect it? I should know in a few moments. I've only to put this part in place, and the mechanical man, that is, this model on the table before me, will be ready to perform. If it does as I expect it to do, I shall have been successful. The long screwdriver handed to me, Nicodemus. Please. Please. There's the signal now. I'll go to the door. Ask who's there first. I'm expecting Clark Kent to watch my demonstration, but be sure before you admit him. Okay. Yeah, who's there? Clark Kent, Nicodemus. It's get all right, Doc. I'll open up. Oh, Nicodemus. Hello, Mr. Clark. Uh, Cameron? Uh, you're a half hour early. I didn't expect you before 3.30. Oh, well, I had nothing particular to do this afternoon, Doctor. Thought I'd drop over earlier. Well, Kent, as it happens, you're just in time. There. There. That completes it. You mean your mechanical man is ready to be tested, Doctor? Yes, that is. The model is ready for testing. Uh, Nicodemus, bring me the control mechanism. If you please. <laughs> Good thing you landed there. Ah, oh, Kent, I'm terribly excited, terribly excited. This little mechanical man standing on my workbench may be the forerunner of thousands like him. Mechanical men who can fly our planes, drive our tanks, march into battle against the enemy, an indestructible force against which Hitler and his satellites will be helpless. Uh, yes, 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 indeed, Doctor. You're quite right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, here's the control box. Ah, uh, thank you, Nicodemus, thank you. Now then, I will just plug it in here. So, and now, gentlemen, we are ready. As soon as the eyes of the mechanical man begin to shine, I shall give it certain commands. If it obeys them... Duck, they're shining now. Yeah. Certainly look eerie. Two green lights shining in that square metal head. We are ready for the experiment. Now, my little man, I command you, walk toward me. Well, it's walking. Coming straight toward you. Stop. I command you, stop. Doctor, that's terrific. Congratulations, Doc. You've done it again. Ah, gentlemen, let's not be premature. No, indeed, never be premature. Let us see now if the little man will talk. Repeat after me. I am a mechanical man. Great heavens, Doctor... That's astounding. A simple scientific achievement, actually, Kent. The reaction of sound waves on a mechanism similar to a talking machine. But come, come, I'm anxious to see if the mechanism can think for itself. As you see, I have erected a difficult obstacle. I'll tell the mechanical man to walk to the other end of the table. Let us see if he has the brain power to overcome the obstacle. Little man, walk to that end of the table. Amazing. Simply amazing. Yes, by heavens, he's walking toward the obstacle. He's reached the obstacle and stopped. Now let us see what he does. Look, he's moving around it. He's turned to the side and moved right around it. There, he stopped. Brother, that's the... Doc, you've really done it again. That mechanism can see, talk, walk, and think for itself. What are you looking so funny about, Doc? A man of metal that can think for itself. I hope, gentlemen, we have not invented something we shall not be able to control. In the hands of the wrong people, this invention could do as much harm as good. 
We must guard it carefully, gentlemen, most carefully. Don't worry about that, Doc. Matter of fact, you can forget the mechanical man altogether. I'm taking over from here. What's that, Kent? Kent, that pearl-handled revolver in your hand. You're pointing it straight at me. Kent, what's the meaning of this? What's the big idea? For one thing, I want that model of the mechanical man. For another thing... I am not careful, Nicodemus. Nelson, Juniper, now that I really look at him, that man is not Clark Kent. No. No, I see that now myself. He's wearing a clever disguise. But if you're not Clark Kent, who are you? I, Dr. Cameron, am called the Vulture. Shocked into speechlessness, Dr. Cameron and Nicodemus can only stand and stare at the strange-looking individual who only a moment ago had appeared to be Clark Kent. In just a moment, we'll return to the adventures of Superman. But right now, here is another important message. Hey, gang, how many of you are lucky enough to have a dog at your house? Well, I'll bet you take just about the finest care in the world of him, and you make sure he gets plenty of the right kind of husky. And you know, the same thing applies to every one of us, too. Well, you can't expect to be a really strong, sturdy fellow or girl unless you eat right, which includes getting all your vitamins. And say, when you start the day with a bowl full of super delicious Kellogg's Pep for breakfast, you're on the way to getting two mighty important vitamins, B1 and D. So don't waste any time treating yourself to one of the best doggone breakfast cereals you ever put a spoon to. Ask your mother to get you a package of delicious Kellogg's Pep tomorrow. And remember... And now, back to Superman. With a sinister evil grin on his face, the vulture snatches up the model of Dr. Cameron's perfected mechanical man. To what nefarious ends will the vulture turn Dr. Cameron's amazing invention? And will Superman be able to prevent the impending catastrophe? Well, be sure to be with us tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Follow The Adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual.